Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Walker III, and you're tuned in to Next Level Leader Podcast. I want to thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. I cannot say enough how appreciative I am. All of you that tune in every single week, I am so grateful and thankful for all of you. Know that I truly appreciate you being engaged. This is the place where leaders come together. Iron sharpens iron. So we want to expose you and share with you some of the strategies we believe will be an incredible benefit to you. So thankful for you and I'm um, grateful. Hope you will share this and I encourage you to share it with someone you know. All of us know a leader who could benefit from next level leaders. So please share this with someone you know. It would mean a lot to me. And also, I want you to follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. That's the place where we gather, the place where we communicate, share your concerns and questions, etc. I can get to know you and uh, know more about your organization. And if you'd like us to come and be a blessing to you, uh, share content, books or workshops, what have you, josephwalker3.org. Go right there and it will be a blessing to you. So I'm grateful, thankful for that. Let's get into our subject for today, which is going to be a blessing. We are talking about when it's time to reset. Um, two years back, I wrote a book entitled Reset. The premise of that book came from a moment I had when my cell phone was experiencing, you know, problems and I couldn't figure out why it was slow, sluggish, etc. Took it in and they told me that I needed to do a hard reset. They said, now listen, what's going to happen? You might lose some things, but when it powers back up, it's going to be more efficient and uh, all of your programs that are, you know, needed are going to be there. And it spoke to me in that moment that, it's so important for us in certain seasons to, to do a reset. What we've gone through in this global pandemic, and many of you have gone through specific challenges in your life, and you really begin to realize that perhaps this is the time for me to reset. And that's not to continue life as I've always done it, not to continue operating in my organization or church or what have you as I've always done it. How do I reset and how do I get to a point that I know when it's time to reset and I'm not afraid to do it. So I want to give you some principles and uh, I hope that it blesses you. We're going to have a real conversation about this because I know there are a lot of organizations, people who are listening to me now saying, boy, if my, if my church or if my, if my campus, if my, if my organization only reset, we could do so many amazing things, right? So the first thing I want to share, and I think this is important, is you can't be in denial, right? Don't function in denial. And what I mean by that is that so often when there's a, a climate of denial, we continue to function as if though the reset isn't necessary. It means we are functioning in dysfunction. We're functioning in irrelevance. And you've seen that people are trying to convince themselves that they're continuously relevant, that they're trying to convince themselves that where it's working, when there's no growth. And so you have to begin to look at that and say, wait a minute, there's a problem here. We're leveling off. We're, we're dying on the vine. There's no growth. There's no movement. There's no energy around what we're doing. And we are in this place of denial. One of the things that leaders have to really, really focus on, and I've had to really 
Speak to leaders personally about this. Get your head out of the sand, man. Look at what's happening around you. Don't be in denial about this. I mean, stop stroking your ego, trying to convince yourself that something is that it isn't. If a situation is not growing, if it's leveling off, if there's apathy around it, if there's no growth in your business, et cetera, you're, you know, you're working just to work and you don't really see things coming to fruition, maybe it's time to stop being in denial about this and say something needs to be done. You continue functioning in denial, you continue to make the thing worse. It's like having a person who strains a uh, ankle and know it's strained. They're going to stay in the game and play hard. I get that. But the problem with being that, you're going to end up making it worse, right? So what could have been something that could have been treated over a few days now has to be treated over several weeks or even months. So it's so important that we understand how not to function in denial. Everybody together, let's say it. Don't function in denial. Now, I think it's also important, number two, that we really understand how to assess how you're trending. One of the things I've tried to put uh, in our church and organization is ways in which we can measure how we're doing, how we're trending. You know, looking at our social media numbers, looking at our engagement, looking at our growth. How are we trending? Am I trending better this year than I did last year? And if I'm not, why? You have to be able to do an honest assessment about how you're doing. Even Jesus asked the disciples, who do men say that I am? You can't be afraid of truly having that real, honest assessment on how you're trending. Put in infrastructure that can measure the effectiveness of your growth so that you can get a better picture of where you're stagnant and how you can do better. If you don't take time out to do that kind of work, you're just operating in the blind. And I want you to understand something. You have to be able to assess how you're trending if you're going to move forward. Best way of saying that is you cannot fix it if you do not face it. Here's number three. Spend a little time here. <laughs> when there's a lack of ingenuity, now I know it's time to reset. I know without a doubt in my mind, whenever I begin to lose my creative edge, I begin to lose my ingenuity. People around me are worn down. No new ideas are coming. We're just replicating what's always been. We are just, you know, basically wrapping up the template and putting different color schemes on the template, but we're not fundamentally changing anything about what we're doing. We're losing our ingenuity and our creative edge. That means it is time to reset. When you lose your creative edge, you revert back to that which you are comfortable and you continue to do that over and over again until that thing becomes a tradition and consequently you are stuck in a cycle and that's how people end up doing the same thing over and over and over again, expecting different results. Hear me well when I tell you, whenever you find yourself losing ingenuity, creativity, this is the time to reset. This is how I can always tell when it's time for me to take a few days away. I'm sitting in meetings and I, I've lost my creative edge. I know it's time for me to get a few days away just so I can recharge, group, reset. So I want you to really think about that for a second. Are you a leader right now that's in a season where you're losing your ingenuity? Your team around you losing the ingenuity and what they're bringing before you are the same ideas, just wrapped in different colors. You have to begin to say, man, I need to constantly be on the cutting edge. Don't lose my creative edge. And the way to do that is to be able to know that whenever you get to this place where you begin to lose it, 
it is time for a reset. Here's the other thing. <laughs> Find talent that expands you. Now, this is one of those things that I want to share. A part of the reset, you know when to reset because, you know, you're losing ingenuity, you're losing creativity. But when you are wanting to reset, you've got to find talent that expands you. Don't hire to your strengths, hire to your weaknesses. Find the best talent, put it around you that stretches you. And sometimes here's how I've been able, I think, to uh, be successful in, in many regards because I've tried to hire people who put a stress test on my organization, meaning that I wanted the best and the brightest to always come in and stretch what existed. And now you have to know it's going to create a level of tension. People who have been there for some time are going to struggle with it because they've developed a certain way of doing things. And now new ideas are going to come. And when those new ideas come, it's going to put a, a strain on their comfortability. But I think that it is so important for you as the leader to make sure you advocate for those voices and those people and bring them to the table because they're the folks that's going to make sure your organization remains relevant. That's the courageous leader, man, I talked about. You've got to get to a point where you're willing to do what you have to do to get the results that you need. So find the talent that stretches you, not the talent that just consistently assimilates into what you've always done. A talent that comes in and says, we're going to stretch the way you think about marketing. I'm going to stretch the way you think about budgeting. I'm going to stretch the way you think about market research. I'm going to stretch the way you think about engagement. And when you have those kinds of folks and you put them in a room, man, that's where the magic happens. That's when those think tanks occur. That's what I try to do is put myself in a room of great thinkers and people that are constantly stretching me. And sometimes even in spaces where I'm uncomfortable, I've never done this. It's weird. I don't understand it. But yet... I have to trust the process. And that's what I want you to understand now, man. You have got to get to a place where you trust the process. And so I really want you to think about that. I want you to get talent. And I know sometimes in this environment, it's hard to find talent. But when you find the talent, one of the things that you should truly do in the interview process is begin to ask the question, looking at my current organization, my current church, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, what are you going to do to enhance uh, what aren't we doing that you would do differently that would take us to another level? And you'll get a sense of how that person's mindset and that person's methodology can stretch your organization and take it to the next level. I'm looking for expansion. And a part of expansion, it means that I've got to be stretched and pulled. And it's not always comfortable. It's not always pretty, but it's absolutely necessary. Here's the next thing I want you to hear. You got to... <laughs> Listen to your team. How many times have I said this one? You've got to have your ear to the ground. Every leader, and that's why I wrote, you know, in Leadership and Loneliness about leading from the middle, how you got to be in a place where you can get the pulse of the organization that you're leading. Listening to people matters. Sometimes we as leaders get so busy, we don't have time to sit down and talk to our people. But one of the things I've tried to do is have times throughout the year where I sit down with each one of our employees one by one, and I'd give them an opportunity to talk to me and tell me about the experience and tell me how things are going. Because when you're able to talk to people and listen to people, you have a better way of stewarding vision and implementing new strategies because you heard from the people who make it happen. You've got to listen to the people who are making it happen for you every single day. Do not insulate yourself in the room of elitists, people who are just never involved in the day-to-day operation, have no idea how things come to pass other than just what they wrote on a sheet of paper. 
You've got to talk to the practitioners. You've got to talk to the people that are actually in the trenches, making the vision you have comes to pass. And so once you do that, then you're able to get a sense of what the needs are. You have greater empathy. You, you, you truly, truly get it. And that's what I want you to understand today. Talk to your team, man. Talk, listen, talk, listen, talk, and listen. Listen, your team has so much to offer. And if they don't talk to you, they're going to talk to somebody. They're going to be in the break room talking. So that's why you got to create a culture and a climate where people are comfortable talking to you. Does that make sense? All right, here's number six, right? Listen to your customer. (laughs) What can I say? It's simple. Listen to your customer. What can I say? That's it, right? Just making certain that you are paying attention to what your consumers are saying. Your church, what what are the people who are engaged in your ministry saying? If you have a business, what are the people that engage my ministry? What are they saying? Listening to them and not being offended by their critique of the organization. If they're making critiques about the time in which you open up or critiques about, you know, uh, the programmatics by which you do what you do or critiques about, you know, your food, if if you're a restaurant or critiques about, you know, your curriculum, if you're in education, except be open to that because what leaders are open to positive change. And so you've got to be willing to listen to your consumer, listen to the customer and say, I want to learn from you. How do I get better? I have learned this over and over and over again. I've listened to what people have said and, uh, and I've been able to take it with a grain of salt sometimes, but I truly know that people are truly, truly positioned where they want to say something. They want to tell you about their experiences. So you as a next level leader, are posturing yourself, positioning yourself to hear what people are saying, you'd be amazed how that can pay huge dividends up the road. It is a powerful thing whenever uh, we allow ourselves to be in a position where people can actually talk to us and we can listen and learn from what their experiences have been. Let's review what we've learned before I go to number seven, as I always do. And we're talking about, you know, when it's time to reset. And of course, we know that you cannot function in denial. That was the first point. Stop Convincing yourself that the dysfunction is functional, the abnormality is normal. It is not. So just be honest and stop with the madness and stop just going about like, oh, everything is fine. Oh, praise the Lord. No, just deal with it once and for all, because if you do not uh, face it, you can't fix it. Right. So that is the point we want to make. Number one. Number two, we want to make sure we're assessing, assessing how we're trending. How how is my organization trending? based upon others who are in similar positions? Am I growing? Am I lagging behind? Because that will give me the data to help me know where I'm trending and how I'm trending and know what to continue to do, what to do more of and what to do less of, if not ever do it again. The third thing, again, of course, is that uh, whenever I experience a lack of ingenuity or I see a lack of ingenuity around me, I know that it's time. I know it. And so Sometimes you can lose your creative edge because of exhaustion, just because of a multitude of issues that have come and gone. And uh, that's what we experienced in the pandemic. So many people lost their creative edge. They were just worn out and tired. But this is why I'm sharing this with you today, because I know that when you go through those seasons where you lose your ingenuity, this is the time to praise, the time to get close to the spiritual uh, advisors in your life and mentors so they can continue to build you up and encourage you. So this is so important, right? Um, But here's the next thing. We talked about defining talent uh, that can expand you. People on your team who come in, who have a different scale of understanding and they're able to push and stretch you beyond what you've always known. And what a marvelous revelation that will be when we are able to know 
the talent that comes is stretching us. It is challenging us. It is saying, I know you've done a thing this long before I got here, but I'm telling you there's another way. And that thing just becomes incredible. That's what next level leaders do. They open themselves up to positive change. Listen to me. Do not be intimidated by the very, very gifted, the extraordinarily gifted, because people watch. They watch. They listen to what we say. And it's important, beyond important, that we make sure we find the talent that expands us. And then we listen to our team because I want you to learn how to listen, listen, listen. Pay attention to what your team is saying, whether in word or in deed. People are speaking every single day through their frustrations, their fears, et cetera. And so I want you to really, really, really think about creating opportunities for you and your team to sit and to talk. What a wonderful thing that would be, right? To be able to sit with my team, to have those real robust conversations. I'm telling you, that's what we've got to do. But here's the next thing. (laughs) Listening to my consumer, my customer. Making sure the people who are invested in my organization uh, have a voice around the table to speak to me and to share their concerns and to know that I'm invested in making sure that the quality of the experience is par excellence. So I want you to make sure you do that and uh, listen to your customer, create surveys, uh, do that. Whatever you got to do, listen to the people. Make sure you do that. Do not build in a silo but make sure you build listening to the people. Here's the final thing. I want you to be willing to lose some things that you may gain more. (laughs) Doesn't that sound familiar? When I opened up, I told you about my cell phone. I told you about how when I had to reset my cell phone, they clearly told me that you might, you might lose some things in your phone. You might, but you must understand that when it comes back on, you're going to be in such a better shape. I want you to understand this. Sometimes in life, you may lose some things, some relationships, but you got to be willing to lose some things in order to gain more. You cannot, you cannot just haphazardly walk through this season, but you must take advantage of what God is doing. Sometimes that means I got to be willing to admit in my spirit that I have grown to another level. I've outgrown some relationships and people. So, in a real sense, I've got to put myself in a place, watch this, where I'm willing to lose some people that I may gain more. Man, isn't that what Paul was talking about? So I just think that as you begin to think about when it's time to reset, listen to me. As a next level leader, I want you to always feel comfortable resetting. I want you to always know that God's plan for your life will never be canceled because you reset. But don't allow yourself to burn out doing all this stuff and frustrated and things never come to fruition. This is going to be a great season for you and your organization. And I'm so thankful to have you connected today. Thank you, all of you. Follow me at Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram. Do it and let me know how blessed you were. If you were blessed, can you follow me? Let me know how blessed you were. Thank you so much. And also share the podcast with as many people as you can. It would mean the world to me. I pray God's blessings be upon you and yours. I want you to continue, continue to be available whenever God says, hey, you, it's time for a reset. Amazing things, amazing things are going to happen in your life. Go forward. Be blessed. Until then, peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, 
cpnshows.com or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. I look forward to connecting. 